Oh, hey there. Hi, buddy. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look at all these chickens. Look at all of them. <laughs> five of them. There's five of them. There was six, but one was a rooster. Welcome to the Slurred Speech Podcast. Apparently, according to Twitter, it's we get drunk and talk shit about people. Yeah, can't wait to get into it tonight. Yeah. Got a lot of people I'm going to talk stuff about. Yeah. One of them is... You at Rhino33 at Twitter coming at me. I don't think that. I don't even know if that's his. I don't think that's Rhino with a Y (laughs) spelled the right way. No, I think think his name was Luke. (laughs) That's how we're doing some inside jokes to start the podcast, which, you know, everyone loves inside jokes. I'd love to be part of one one day. I love it. Yep. But uh, welcome to the the Slurred Speech Podcast. I am Joe uh, across... The room in the podcast room, which is not my mom's basement, also at Rhino33 or whatever your stupid username is. Um, it's in my cool comic book room. Yep. So um, it's looking wonderful. Thanks. It's really coming together. Thanks. See, I put that up. Ooh. You can't see it at all. <laughs> Lethal protector. I see it. And then I uh, put this one up. Some weird dude got that for me for Christmas. <laughs> right? No weirdo. Stop giving me gifts. My favorite part is I was drunk that night. I'm like, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> like, I didn't know how to respond. Like, I was like, okay, well. You got the setup. <laughs> hey, thanks for the Christmas stuff, though. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> I know, right? This is the best part about giving gifts to people that aren't expecting them. Oh, shit. It's, it's in the mail. <laughs> Still coming. I told her today, I'm like, well, I can't just have something tomorrow and be like, oh, I had this for you the whole time. <laughs> right, because it's at your house. <laughs> but thank you very much, I, man. That actually happened to me quite a bit uh, over the last couple weeks, people giving me things, and I was like, oh, it's at home, and I know they're, <laughs> like, some of them were, leg- like, actually, I think all of them were legitimate. I was like, yeah, I just didn't bring it. I haven't been home in a couple days or whatever. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Can't wait to see what you pull out of your ass. In the I remember I days. gave something to somebody one time, um, some records from my old record collection. I didn't have record player at the time. He was really into records. So I gave him, like, ten records. And, like, it was just, like, a real nice, like, hey, man, Merry Christmas. You know, I don't have a record player. I don't listen to these. I know you're really into vinyl. You have He had a full setup and everything. He's like, oh, man. Your gift's at Guitar Center. I'm like, oh, I'm sure it is. You know, and like, he can't, like. Waiting to be bought. <laughs> and so, like, a week later, he stopped by with, like, all stuff you would just buy at Guitar Center normally, which it was very nice of him, but it just mm-hmm. was like, I didn't want to be that guy if I showed up the next day, like, here you go, Daryl, here's some gifts. <laughs> I didn't get them from Dollar Tree. Yeah. Here's a flashlight. <laughs> I know you're always flashlighting stuff. <laughs> how was your holiday yeah, it was pretty good it was long though was uh, it? yeah it was, it was a little too long and spread out um we did christmas eve with my family uh the day before christmas eve then we did christmas eve at uh girlfriend's house christmas at the girlfriend's parents house then christmas at my parents house the day after christmas so it was just four days of non-stop were they smaller ones or oh were... they were definitely it was yeah. it was immediate family boyfriends and uh uh, girlfriend's grandmother was over, ended up going to the hospital Christmas Eve. Um, well, Mary Chrysler. Yeah, that was that was something. She all right? She is all right. It was just sure. some, some blood pressure issues. Blood pressure issues? Do you will so have it dropped, that? and she was kind of losing strength, and we freaked out. Oh, it out. dropped? Yeah, so it dropped, and she was just kind of, like, losing steam. And uh, her son kind of started freaking out, 
And then uh, as soon as she hears, like, oh, you called an ambulance, she gets better. She's like, no, you didn't. Like, what are you doing? She's like, no, no, we're on the phone. We cancel it. And then, like, a minute later, she just starts dropping again. Ugh. And so we call back. And, of course, everybody's giving us attitude the whole time. The EMS guy shows who canceled? <laughs> who can-? It's like, well, someone called, and the call dropped. So then I called. And then she was very insistent. But, like, she's going through spells. She's in and out. And then I hear him walk into the other room where they're at. And he's like, who canceled? <laughs> like, I just told you, man. Did the police show but they up were, or no? They were wonderful. Um, no, the police didn't show up. It was just a, an EMS crew of three. Um, they were great, though. They were excellent with her. Um, because, big shout out to them working the holidays, you know, yeah, totally dealing yeah. with us. They did step on one of our gingerbread la- gingerbread house landscapes, though. They're gonna get a bill for that. <laughs> hope it offsets. <laughs> hope it offsets that wow wow ride. You know what I mean? Right. I remember I was, on Twitter it was like someone was like, "An ambulance isn't a taxi j- cab to the hospital." Well, what the fuck is an ambulance for? <laughs> like. I mean, I get what they're saying, though. Like, if you can make it, you're supposed to go. But, you know, we were, uh, you know, we were freaked out. She was about to have, I, I'm not really sure, stri- you know, stroke or heart attack or something like that. If right. And the the reason I asked about the police is one time my older brother um, is a stroke survivor and has a serious brain damage. He had a seizure about six months after um, his stroke and seized out. And I ran over at the time I lived three apartment buildings over. So I ran over. I'm just kind of getting stuff situated and um, figuring out what they're going to do with their kids. And the, and the EMS shows up and all's good. But then the police show up and they start demanding, like, who's doing drugs? What drugs are in here? No one's going to get in trouble. I go, no one's doing drugs. And I don't know how many times I said, like, the guy's a stroke survivor with a major brain injury. Nah, there's drugs in this house somewhere. There's not drugs anywhere. Like, I, yeah. I, I, like, I, 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 yeah, I, the EMS guys definitely were taking a look around the room to see if, like, she maybe was just drunk, too. And then it, I don't think they finally – they didn't really finally – and they weren't being dicks by any means. Like, it was just, you know, they're doing their job, too. Um, but then, you know, at one point it's just like, yeah, she's she's 91. And they're like – Oh. The one just, like, double-take looks at her and goes, 90? And he's like, yeah. I think he gave the date of birth, and he was, like, 1930. And he's like, wait, uh, What? She looks really good. Yeah, she does. She looks incredible. But at that point, he was like, okay, she's actually just having an issue. She's not drunk, whatever. And the same thing, like, three months later, I took my brother. My brother was, it was guy's night, me and my brother. Um, At the time, he didn't, well, I don't know. Anyways, so I took him to go see our buddy's band, like, literally 30 seconds up the street from my apartment. Mm -hmm. And he had a seizure in the uh, bar that we were watching the band at. And he literally drank nothing but Diet Coke that night. Right. Oh, you were there. I was there. And he drank nothing but Diet Coke that night. He had a seizure. And then um, I'll never forget that night. So one, someone, I go, he's having a seizure. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys, stop doing that to him. Like, cause the They're staff, trying to do things. And then, like, yeah. somebody's, like, about to try and give him CPR. PR. And I go. And I was like, get the f- away from him. I got shoved into a bar. He's like, he's not breathing. I'm like, he's breathing. I can hear him. He's snorting. Because yeah. He, he's going, <laughs> Yeah. They were going in and out. Yeah, so then we went. I get into the EMS with them, so I go up to the uh, emergency room with them. And the EMS, the first thing, they're like, you know, Mark really needs to curb his habits. If he, I'm like, he hasn't been drinking. He's like, well, it smells like beer in here. I'm like, I've been drinking all day. <laughs> I said he hasn't been drinking. <laughs> I don't have seizures. That's a bar. So anyway, I, 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 I've I had ups and downs with the, the mm-hmm. you know what? I'm sorry. Shout out. EMS, man. I'm, I'm talking shit. This was 10 years ago. They're going through all this COVID shit. They're yeah. seeing these people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID it's related. All, yes. 
A lot it of is. them are burnt out. Yeah, you know, and probably even at the time they were burnt out. They probably came across two guys at a bar and one had a seizure and they thought, oh, great, we're going to a bar to pick up a drunk asshole. Yeah. It's a... Yep. I, I talk shit. I'm sorry. Um, that's something I'll back up on. I, I apologize. No, they were great that night. It was the kind of the other people at the bar. Some, somebody who I assume was like a secretary was like, flip him on. It was like, keep him on his back. And I was like, no, <laughs> he's going to choke or something. And all these people are trying to do things. I'm like, that's wrong. And I like, cause at one point I stepped away, like these two ladies that like one said she worked in a hospital and the other said to doctor's office or something. I kind of like you and me both kind of stepped away and then they're talking about doing CPR and got him on his back. I'm like, Nope, and we kind of just scooted over there and just put. We started like well, making the, everyone the, back away, and the one shoved me, screaming, "He can't breathe!" So this, she's drunk, and which whatever we're in a bar watching a band at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and she shoved me into the bar, and I fell down, and I was like, "I, I don't know what to do with that point." And my favorite part is the owner of the bar comes up, and everything's going on. He taps me, he's like, "Everything all right?" <laughs> Brother, season on the ground. <laughs> Everything all right? It's dandy. Everything good. Need any drink? Need some appetizers? Another great night at Thunder Road. <laughs> we could probably make them a sponsor. Yeah, we're gonna have to get on the horn. Talk to uh, to talk to the guy who's got a character of himself. We could probably do a live broadcast from there. We could. Oh, he would love it. And we, the problem is, we'd have to get an Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be too many sirens going off and stuff in the background. So, funny story is, I used to play this bar all the time in my in my band. And uh, the owner's great. I, I have to give yeah. this. I know he he, he he was a party animal, but he always paid us extra. I mm-hmm. mean, like, and dude, I've I've played in bands since I was seventeen years old. For someone to pay you extra, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, that's fucking top notch, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I it's I, enough just trying to get what you normally are owed, dude. I don't. I remember one time I got called up into a room because the third band played a short set or whatever, and she's like, "You owe me money." I'm like, wait, wait, what? She's like, yeah, that band didn't play enough on a third set. You have to pay us. I'm like, I'm not paying anyone anything. I was like 18 years old. And I'm like, this is what this is going to turn to. So I remember coming down to get my equipment. And for and another band? Because another band played a short, short set? Short set because we set up the show. So this is like, that's a weird thing how shows are, are set up, yeah, yeah. which is fucking wild. It's like. You're the like so you're the headlining act, quote unquote headlining act. We're playing what whatever some dive bar in Lakewood. We're the headlining act, right? So we have to bring two other bands and come open. on. Who was it? Uh, what was the the symposium in Lakewood? Uh, okay. That lady who owned uh, she owned the symposium, she owned the fantasy, and she owned something else. And uh, so that's how long ago it was. It was. The symposium was still around in Lakewood. Yeah. And. They played a short set, and I'm, I forget why. I, I don't even remember. That like, guitar string broke, and they didn't have extra strings or whatever, and, and whatever, whatever. So she calls me up into her office, quote-unquote office, which is some, like, little shithole, like, a room smaller than this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, with shit everywhere. And she's like, yeah, you're going to owe me money. And I'm like, I'm not going to owe you anything. Like, and I'm kind of a pushover when it comes to stuff, especially 18 years old. You know, I yeah. just graduated high school. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well. Oh, no, how much? yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I go down and I tell the drummer and the the uh, the drummer the singer at the time who I'm I'm still really good friends with like hey she wants us to pay up them she's like he's like no that's not gonna happen I go what do we do he goes well let's just start moving our equipment out so we start moving our equipment out and the bartenders are saying stuff to us like hey don't forget you got to talk to Luann or whatever her name was she had a stupid name <laughs> shout out to all Luanns out there I don't mean that's stupid but um you got to talk to her you got to talk to her. so we load all our equipment up. 
And we just pulled out. We peeled out, you know, like, you know. And she called me and was like, hey, you owe me money. I'm like, oh, I do? She's like, yeah, that show, you guys didn't play long enough. You didn't have this. And I'm like, I don't remember signing the contract that said if we didn't bring enough people. And I remember saying to him, like, you know, last time we played, we So that was the thing. She said there was a certain quota for the door and you didn't meet it. Which no one told us about before. No, they didn't even tell you. No. Fuck no. So they were just throwing things. She just Not thought, enough people didn't play long enough. Blah, blah, blah. She just thought maybe she would get us to. She's like, well, someone has to pay for the sound guy. I'm like, you have to pay for the sound guy. I'm like, if it wasn't for us, you would have had no one in there. You just got a free show out of three bands. Yes. You got to pay your sound guy. Yes. And so I remember she was like, you'll never play in this town again. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like it was like, <laughs> like I was going to have to be on some casting couch to get another gig. Right. I'm never playing any of your places ever again, that's for sure. And I did, and I remember... Um, <laughs> so I did. I remember... How'd that go? She, she was... She didn't even remember me. She probably deals with so many bands. She probably de- tells so many people that they owe her money. And yeah. Oh, man. Being in a band with some wild stuff. <laughs> never playing me. this town again. So we were playing for it two days later. <laughs> like, two weeks later. It was literally like... Because, like, in, we were... At the time, we were in a hardcore punk band, and I'm not going to say we were part of the scene, but it was like... My band at the time would draw 10 people. And for a band to draw 10 people, like, I, I, if you don't know this, like, when your band first starts, especially when you're younger, like 18, everyone comes to see the band, right? Mm-hmm. And by the fourth or fifth show, you're lucky if five or 10 people show up because they've heard you play your set a thousand times yeah. or 10 times or whatever the show was. And we would learn new material, but people are, you know, you learn three songs that they're on the set, but they're still going to hear the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was more of an original band. That was the tough part. Um, every cover band I've played in generally drew pretty well. You would have your bad nights. And even if you had bad nights, like, so I, we played a bar, um, we had a bad night, like maybe we had five people show up. They paid us. They, Cause you know, that was just kind of the, yeah, the rule of thumb. I've, that was the only time I've ever told, dude, we drove to, uh, Marion, Ohio. Right. And, they paid for us to drive down there. They paid for like a really good amount of money for a five piece band and put us up in a hotel and paid for dinner that night. And this is some shitty little bar in Marion, Ohio. And we maybe had three, like literally the place had like three people in it. And, uh, apparently we didn't know. So we were promised there'd be like a hundred people there. That was a rock and roll bar. That's where everyone shows up. Well, apparently they had just turned the bar from a rock and roll bar to like a kind of like a hip hop club and people would come in and they wouldn't, they would hear the music. They wouldn't pay the the door because they would hear the music and be like, that's not what we're here for. Yeah. And I'll never forget that guy. And he paid us all the money, man. And, uh, they called us getting the play down there, but they're like, yeah, it's going to be less of this. And we're not driving to Marion, Ohio to play the whatever a hip hop club Yeah, <laughs> that no one really wants us to be at. I, I, yeah, that's, I think, probably the worst part of it is when you just got people that are like, what are you doing here? No, I've played, I mean, no, um, that's not the first time this happened. I mean, that was one of the worst times because it was fine because we got drunk and got paid. I mean, yeah. you, you didn't screw it over. But I played I played another show where we got hooked up with, and every other band was either like hip-hop or like indie hip-hop. Like, it was all hip-hop, and we come out and we're like, you know what I mean? Like fucking buzzsaw guitars. And the people are like, this is not what we're here for. And we did Gigi Allen covers. And so we'd go from like, kneel up my cock to drink, fight, and fuck. And these people are here for like, you know, 
cash rules everything around me, you know, and yeah. probably not Wu-Tang, but you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and I just remember like we'd, we'd pack our, so it got to the point where we'd play some of these shows and we'd just immediately play our set and I've never told this story. So we'd meet and play our set and then just leave. So one of the times we did this, we were at Peabody's and we're playing a show. I think it was Peabody's, I might be wrong. So we play a show and we're like 18, 17 and one of us had work the next day. One of us had school the next day. And we're like, yeah, I'm just taking off. And we're like, well, who's the main act? And the main act was the Black Keys. And this is 2003, 2004. None of us knew who the Black Keys were. Yeah. So we took off. This but, is down in Akron? No, this is down in Cleveland. This is in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. It was like Grog Shop. I don't know. It was somewhere. It was one of the random clubs there. But I just remember because... My brother and his buddy were there to see the Black Keys and didn't even know we were playing. <laughs> like, no shit. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, you staying for Black Keys? I'm like, nah, I got work tomorrow, whatever, you know. And then the Black Keys ended up being one of my favorite bands of all time. I could have saw them, probably met them, you know. And like the show you played. Yeah, but I just took off on. Could have grabbed a flyer. Could have grabbed a Played f- that show. Yep. Nope. Nope. I mean, we played the show, but we took off. We're like, we were like the second band to play. There were probably like eight bands. That's how they would line them up. You know, yeah, yeah. every band plays a half hour until the, you know. Yeah. That was one of the that was one of the things I always kicked myself in the ass for because I could have met them. Like, I, I didn't know I was going to. I mean, probably not. What do you mean? You could have said hi. And you're not meeting them. You know what I mean? It was 0304. I mean, that was like when Rubber Factory came out. Like, they weren't mm-hmm. out of Akron yet. Yeah. I mean, I met Andrew WK, and he was fucking national. He, he was international. But that was his his thing is being a party dude. That is yeah, and he everyone. wasn't even, like, the funny thing about him being a party dude, like, he doesn't drink or anything. He's just, like, very, like, yo, I'm Andrew WK. What's yeah. up? How you guys yeah. doing? But, I mean, that's the act. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know that Dan would have been a real people person even back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> Probably not. So that's one of the things I've told that story. I've I've never told him in the podcast, but I've told that story so many times. And, like, some of my buddies are like, you probably even, you two, you're like, we get it, Joe. You opened up for the Black Keys the one time and you left. I thought it was later than that, though. Mm-mm. And I thought it was in Akron. No, it was in Cleveland. I don't remember where, though. I'm not sure. I don't know if I ever saw you at the Grog Shop. Probably not. I've played there a couple times. Anyways... Yeah, so welcome to Slurge Speech, where, I don't know, where that, this kind of, uh, not in a bad way, I mean, this is just what we do, um, we get drunk and talk shit about people, um, <laughs> the whole joke about that is, add uh, them to the list, we got, what, Luann, bang, you're dead, bang, uh, Dan Auerbach, shit on, nah, I still like Dan, uh, who else do we talk shit about, oh, Dustin Fox, Dustin Fox, I didn't talk shit about him yet, but I went at Dustin pretty hard on Twitter. You didn't sound like you went at him that hard. It was hard for me, damn it. Because <laughs> like, those guys are so ready to block you. It seems like it. But, I mean, I get it. They probably have 90 people a day trying to call them out and talk stuff. Yeah. The only thing I say about Dustin is, like, it's like him and uh, the other guy in Cleveland that's a sports talk. Gerard Cherry. They both played in the NFL. They know more than I'm ever going to know. They've yeah. forgotten more than I ever know, probably from concussions and having CTE. But <laughs> Bang, bang, two more <laughs> down. Who's next? Shooting from the hip. <laughs> NFL, you're on the list. <laughs> What's up, Goodell? Couldn't move that Browns game back, but you could play it. We could... What? Why? Why were all three AFC North games on at the same time? 
That was so stupid. Well, why they didn't couldn't they moved the Ravens game back? Well, oh, hold on, let's rewind. First of all, all the, the four wide receiver. I'm, I'm not hashing anything that nobody knows. The four wide receivers are out. The two linebackers are out. Teller was out, right? Yeah. Uh, but that was an injury. I don't think that was COVID related. And uh, we played like dog shit. I can't believe it. We were out six starters, seven starters, and we played like dog shit. Yeah. Um, Had none of our normal wide receivers, and we decided to go out and throw it 53 times. Three times. But they bottled up the run pretty quick. But that that would doesn't matter. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. You don't go away from Hunt and Chubb. No. No, And that's the thing, like... Half the times they'll have three or four yard averages. Like it was down to two eight or whatever, two nine. But half the time they're getting three or four yards average of carry anyway, and then it's that third and fourth quarter where they start blasting people. They wear them down. And so they never got to wear them down. And we throw it fifty three times with no one out. I, I that was that was one of the games I've questioned Stefanski on. But I mean, I'm Stefanski's forgotten more football than me and doesn't have CTE. Yeah. Probably. Well, you know, I mean, think you. I think you asked me. Last week, and I don't know, I think we might have lost that podcast for quality, but you asked me, like, coach of the year, and I was like, yeah, he might be in there, but no. No. You, you can't coach that kind of game. And, and you know what? There's there's different – there's game planning, and there's making adjustments, and, they're, like, he's gotten this football team ready to play. You know yes. what I mean? The scheme he's put in is excellent. Like, I'm not going to – it's the best coach we've had since the team's been back. Probably. I mean, maybe it's too early because it's first season, but. Trying to think. Man, Genie seemed like he was going to be all right, but he just. You remember Romeo Cornell? Let's not rehash a bunch of coaches. Yeah, yeah, and maybe this is like, you know, bright eyes. He's still the new guy, but I don't know that I've ever been this confident in somebody's squad. uh, I was not confident in the game. But after that, it's just like, what are you doing? I was not confident against the Jets. I was not confident with all of our guys out. Our, and Even that, with all the guys out, you got to win that game. Oh, I agree. That's that was if you won that game, you're in the playoffs. But you're throwing it that many times. Harrison Bryant dropped a bunch of passes. I mean, there were a lot of drop passes out there too. Drop passes and miscues, that kind of thing with the wide receiver. Which timing is going to be off? That's why you don't throw the ball fifty times. Well, and that's why they ran a walkthrough in a parking lot at like eight thirty before that game mm-hmm. or some shit. And then like they were that. three hours late getting there or something yeah. from their schedule. Which like shenanigans all the way around, but at the same time. But why did the NFL? I mean, the NFL moved what the Ravens game because who had COVID? They moved it because Lamar had COVID. Nah, I don't know. Wow. They they moved that Maybe. game. And then the other thing that pissed me off is they got it for contract tracing or whatever or whatever. Does Bryant tested for contract or whatever? He was out there hugging people before his game. Yeah. And they pulled him, but didn't pull any of those people. Yeah. I don't get it. I guess you'd say they're not contagious yet, but I don't know. I'm just glad they're all going to be back this week. Um, what we it's pretty much it's not win or lose, but I mean, no, it is. I mean, if we have to win this game, I think it. if we, well, I think if we lose, if the Colts or the Titans lose, we're still in. Yeah, well, the Colts are playing the Jaguars, and the Titans are playing Texas. Yeah, so not great. No. Not great chances. No. So just win. Just fucking win. Because Vrabel's going to have his game re- team ready. And, I don't, you know, I don't know much about the Colts other than uh, Philip Rivers. He, did you see he broke Dan Marino's record or tied Dan Marino's record? I did. 420, bro. Yep. 
Never liked Phil Rivers. No. I uh, always always kind of an arrogant asshole. A little bit. He's good at talking shit, though. He is. And good on him, because remember, he got traded because Eli didn't want to go to San Diego. Mm-hmm. I bet they wish they held on Drew Brees, don't they? They had Drew Brees and they traded him. Oh, yeah. Or they that's let right. him go in free agency. That's right. For Phillip, right? Well, they, no, so they had Philip and Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. And they let, yeah, they let him go because they had Philip. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Uh, did you see Dwayne Haskins got cut? I did. I mean, I don't, you know. I don't think he's really keeping his shit together. Sometimes you got to go to a strip club. Sometimes you got to go to a strip club. Maybe him and James Harden can hang out. Wait, who's the guy? What was his face? Uh, the corner. Played for Cincinnati, Tennessee. Oh, he's like, sometimes you just got to go to a script club. Sometimes there's one. Get to... Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yep. Remember he was shooting in the, he, he yeah, put all shooting. that, threw all that money, made it Multiple rain. Multiple strip club shootings. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> Multiple. Oh, can you imagine? Like, so what's he like? Then you're going to go up to him after a loss and ask him for an autograph. You remember he threw money on the ground. He made it rain, and then he was up there trying to get it back in a garbage bag, and they're like, no, that's not how this works. No. Have you been to a script club? Because that's the quote. He's like, I sometimes just want to go to a script club. I'm like, it's a script club. <laughs> like, oh, shit. So, yeah, I don't know. We should be able to beat the Steelers without – I mean, I don't know who they're sitting. I know they're going to rest Ben, but you think they rest Connor? It doesn't matter. I mean, not that he's a bad running back, but it's not like he's been the featured back. He's not been very good this year. I mean, he's been okay this year. Uh, Jude, I'd be more worried about Juju and uh, the other wideout. Do you know if they did they get fined for their little video in the locker room? Uh, the one that the other team got fined for and lost like seven hundred fifty k in a seventh round draft pick. I think it was five hundred. Five hundred. Um. Yeah, they got fined back in November, so it's their second one as well. Whoever, man, who was the other team? I want to say Tennessee, but I don't think that's right. No, nah, I don't think that's right either. No, Tennessee. Vrabel wouldn't let that shit go. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I liked. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm really starting to like Juju. For the same reasons, I hate having Odell on my team. Like he's not as good as he thinks he is. Yeah, he's that's, so much, he's so problematic for them. I'm I'm loving to see it. He's like going down an Antonio Brown like alleyway real quick. And not that crazy dangerous, but just stupid. Just doing stupid he's shit. He's a kid though, man. You know what's funny is I was watching that shit. I'm like, who's on TikTok? And then all I can think of was like my dad being like, Who's on MySpace? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I get it. You're, he's like 23, 24. He's dancing on TikTok. He's more worried about his brand. Going on the logo and the shit. Saints. The Saints. Nowhere near the Titans, except yep. for in the alphabet. Um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's just win time. Gotta win. Against the Steelers. Against the Steelers. And Go in there, beat them up. We can move right. It's, it's too hard to project. Uh, it's really too hard to project, you know, what the game's going to look like for the playoffs if we make the playoffs. Just too many moving parts right now. Yeah. We're sitting with the Ravens and the Dolphins at 10 wins. And and then the Titans or the Colts will probably be in or out. Yeah. I don't know. There could be possibly three. Oh, my God. 
There could possibly be three AFC North teams. Well, we got to hope there is. Well, I guess if we lose and the Ravens, or if we win and the Ravens lose, they could be out. But I think they've got Cincinnati. So, <laughs> so what do you what do you what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say this is what I saw coming a month ago, which is that the Browns could be at ten wins and not make the playoffs. I heard someone say it would be a failure if we didn't make the playoffs this year. No, that's not true either. I'm trying to keep that mindset about me, that if you told me the Browns were going to get 10 wins, I'd say, fuck yeah. I had six wins coming into the season. When I looked at the roster, or the calendar, I was like, we should be able to beat them, we should be able to beat them. And this is not known, and this is with brand new head coach and COVID and all that. I was like, if we can get uh, six wins out of this and build on something, and we can determine if Baker Mayfield's the franchise quarterback, which um, I think they'll give him the extension. I don't know if they're going to sign him for crazy amount of money. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'd want. I'd want a reasonable extension, but I don't know how good he thinks he is. I think, yeah, because they got to sign Chubb and Ward soon too, right? I think so. Uh, so, I don't know. They've already extended Garrett. Um, well, yeah, they paid him a boatload of money, which I'm all right with. As long as he stops getting covid Man, COVID. Think about this, dude. That dude had COVID. That la- not last week's game, but the game before. He was almost non-existent. And mm-hmm. He was breathing hard. And it's like this dude, the peak physical athlete, one of the greatest athletes in the the league right now, gets COVID and he's having a hard time chugging. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, know, you saw him breathing hard a lot. Hard. You know what? I totally forgot. We never even talked about it, even on the podcast that we scrapped. I did not know about the whole spitting incident. Because oh, yeah, I was yeah. at the game. I, I didn't know that was a thing until like a week after the game. Yeah, so what's his face? And then he called him and uh, Odell women and yeah. broads or something and like Jarvis that. Jarvis was basically responding like, I don't know what this dude's problem is. Yeah. Like, That's all I saw. Yeah, he spat at him. He got uh, he got fined, nothing crazy. Um, but now you're spitting in COVID. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, I don't know, man. I'm so fucking weird with this stuff. I've been working from home since March, guys. I've been here and there. I mean, I went and saw some family for Christmas and everything, but I've kept it pretty low-key. I've pretty much sat in this room for, like, the last 75% of my life. Right, it's right. March. All right. It's been good times. Well, man, I feel like we're both bummed out on the Browns. Let's, let's give a shout-out to the Columbus crew, MLS champions, and then talk about those Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, let's talk about the crew first. You know, I really thought they had it in them when um, they were bringing up that one-on-one-on-two offense. The one-on-one-on-two. I'm just making sure if I don't yep. know about soccer. Do you know anything about soccer or football? Uh, I mean, I know a little bit. I mean, I know you kick the ball on the goal. That's that's a big part of it. So the funny thing is, the full, it's hilarious you say that. I've learned a lot about hockey the last two weeks. Uh-huh. I used to always go to Lumberjack games, and I've been to plenty of Lake Erie Monsters games. But I started playing NHL 2K21 or 20 or whatever. And, like, I started learning hockey stuff, and I'm like, how was that a foul? <laughs> I got ejected from a game. Oh, did because you? Because I hit someone too hard. And <laughs> it's like, wait, it's hockey. You're supposed to allowed to hit people. And I was starting to, as I started to learn more, it's like, well, Joe, he didn't have the puck. <laughs> and he was just, yep. he was just sitting there and minding his own business. Yeah, you can't do that. And I hit him against the wall, and he went down, and he died. He actually died in the game. He died in the game. Yeah, and he's just... I'm on the AHL. And he I got suspended for two weeks. I got... And he was suspended for two weeks. I just got ejected. From that game. game. 
I got the stern warning for the next game. I got demoted. If you kill anybody again. I got demoted from my NHL team to my AHL team. And I'm killing it in the AHL, dude. Like, I'm a starter. I'm a captain. Everyone looks up to me. But I literally, I killed the guy. You got to do what Alex Caruso, man. What's that? You got you to gotta show him in the AHL that you can be a role player. <laughs> you don't want to be a dominant AHL player and then come up to the bigs and not make So all I do is, like, my defense is always A-plus because anytime I get in the key or whatever the area is, the zone, mm-hmm. I don't know, sorry, NHL the people. The key zone. You key got zone. It. I just do this crouch block all the time. Anytime. It was like... It was like an NBA 2K when you just set a screen and you don't uh-huh. get points for it. So I do this crouch thing all the time. And like, it's always like, hey, good block, 60 points. Hey, good block. So I'm just always out there like, I'm probably the worst player of all time because all I do is this. You, you, probably, guys, you probably trip a lot too, don't you? I've only got uh, two trips. Oh. Yeah. Because wow. a lot of times what happens is I'm in the in our goal area. So they're like mm-hmm. coming up and shooting shots and then my goalie is pretty good. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm talking about my NHL. Even with you screening him the entire time. <laughs> just going like literally just crouching down the entire time. Like if you were a real player, your own goalie would be slashing you in the back <laughs> yeah. to get the fuck out of my way. If I was a real player, the goalie would have fought me like eighteen one time on the ice, he would be like, What are you doing? But I've been hit like the one time I got, I got hit in the head, like and had to go down, and they're like, Oh, you might be out for a while. Like three plays later he comes out, he's like, ah, our next shift. Oh, I bet you know that next shift. shift. Look at you. Out. Well, look at me. I'm talking about my NHL 2K team. Look at you. How are you, how you doing with the, the power play? Uh, Not so good. Um, I actually had my first goal not last night, but two nights ago. Mm, what, what wicked it? slap shot? No. So, <laughs> so I, it was so funny. I was you like, trip I, and the puck hit <laughs> off. <of laughs> yes. And so I got that. And then like I literally had another goal that game. Where I hit a slap shot, it bounced up, and the goalie was kind of having a hard time with it. And my stick, my controllers, my one stick is sticking, right? My one uh-huh. stick. So my guy just kept kind of skating forward, and I bumped into the goalie, and it bumped the, the puck in. And it got another goal, and they're like, he's one away from a hat trick! Wow. Like, yeah, dude. A I'm a stud. Then you got demoted. No, I've been oh, that demoted. Was, that was, I got demoted right away. They that was like, in the AHL. Yeah, they were like, oh, you don't know how to play the game. You should go somewhere else and play it. <laughs> it happens. It happens to rookies sometimes. You know, bro. Got to like, go learn the fundamentals. <laughs> Sharpen the skates. That's what they say. You got to learn what icing is. Yep. And offsides. And you can't kill a guy out there. Nope. <laughs> the only thing you want to kill is the power plays. <laughs> And my favorite is, like, our defense is, like, 85 or something for an AHL team. So, like, our defense is really good, but our offense is garbage. But we play enough defense that it's just, like, we get a breakaway and then someone gets it. You're breaking down your NHL 2021 team right now. Yeah, so uh, if you guys are interested, if you guys want to draft uh, me, number 58, uh, center, which i terrible at face-offs. I don't still know how to figure out a face-off. Yeah. I did a tutorial, but I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'm just hockey. I'm going to hit people and kill them. Yeah, you can just lean into the other player and block him from getting it. I got an interference penalty on that. <laughs> oh, they must have they must have shored that up since the last time I played it. <laughs> well, and I, in their defense, I'm a lot of – I button-nash that shit. I'm like, Aah! you know what I mean? I just skate as fast as I can. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Uh-huh. Yep. Made my center as tall as possible, as big as possible. So, not cheating at all. No, not at all. That's Re- what you want in, in hockey. 
the 250 pound six foot seven guy who crouches all the time <laughs> yep and i've been i've learned how to slide and i've gotten a few chirpings on that but you can just slide across the thing uh-huh <laughs> yeah. so he just my guy just lays down and slides like Superman in the air, <laughs> just trip someone and go with the puck, and then, oh, he blocked the puck. I'm like, yeah, good job. Joe. Sixty points. <laughs> Sixty points. <laughs> and double XP, 120 points. <laughs> oh, what were we talking about before? My stupid idea. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the Columbus crew. Oh yeah, and I tried guys. to throw to the Cavs, who I figured you were dying to talk about. So my, in my also in my NHL. <laughs> Nah, dude, Cavs are fun. Actually, Cavs Sunday, man, they they cheered me up. I was kind of bumming about the Browns um, and about my Twitter beef with Dustin Fox. And <laughs> I watched them Cavs, and, and they were fun. Um, they blew them out. Andre Drummond's playing like a fucking man possessed. Um, I'm enjoying it. Um, Garland and Sexton, they look good. You see the the Sexland shirts? or the Sexland. Sex- yeah, uh, that'll be interesting to see if that becomes something. Uh, Kevin Love's out for four weeks or three weeks. Oh, I did not know that. MRI restrained his calf. This is the perfect time of year for him to get hurt. Why is that? It's time to come back. He's going to get injured at some point. I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I'm not joking no, around. No, I know like you're it's not. It's fun, but, you know, if he's going to get hurt, it might as well be now. Get everybody those extra minutes so they can kind of... Dude, Larry Nance. Shout out to fucking Larry Nance. Larry Nance is playing really well, too. Really well. You know what he's doing for the community? What does he do? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Why don't you... you, So Larry Nance is um, every home game. I think it's every home game. It might be every... I think it's every home game. He is wearing a shirt or a sweatshirt or a cap, as the old folks call them, as a hat, um, of a local business. And he wears that. He wears it out to, like, game warm-ups. He wears it out at everything. And um, he'll talk about the business on Twitter. Uh, the first one was the Grog Shop. Um, today's night, Tonight's game is something for, like, a fitness center. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did they shut down due to COVID, but they also were looted during the riots for oh, BLM, BLM. So he's helping them out. So then what he does is he auctions off the game-worn jersey. And all those proceeds go to that team. That business? Or that business, I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, my friends, they got uh, they got their own little uh, side hustle going on. It's like our possum home. Um, our possum home? I have a few yeah, gifts you from actually, there. Yeah, you got some gifts from there. Some uh, uh, bone ornaments for the tree. So I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you. So I didn't. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish this. I I heard it secondhand. But uh, they, we were... uh, I was over there a couple weeks ago, and we were uh, thinking of ideas on shirts that they could send them to to get on, and we started uh, making a, an all-time Cavs roster, and then uh, general NBA players. So we were gonna make them like a we were gonna make them a Cleveland Cats shirt, and then it was gonna have like a roster, you know, like uh, Scotty Kitten and Meowzy Bogues and stuff like that. Um, so we were actually we we rolled on on getting a lot of uh, cat and dog. Uh, um, names for like general NBA players, but once we once we got to like Cavs specific, it got pretty tough. But we had a we had a good roster going. Do you have Lamar James? I don't think so. Did you have Eric Snow? Yellow Eric Yellow Snow because the dogs peed in it. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. I was definitely trying to uh, work on an Eric Snow one though. 
he was one of those guys where I was just like, I was trying to shoehorn him in, but I don't, I don't think I actually got to one. Did you have a Anderson Vajeramiao? <laughs> did you have one like that? No, uh, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Man, I could come up with these all day. Well, you know, that was like eight beers. That was the thing. That was at, at a certain point, there were like a ton of purrs and meows. <laughs> And it's just like they can't all be that. <laughs> a lot of kittens. Scotty Kitten was like the first one out of the gate. Scotty Kitten's good though. Yeah. And the Meowsy Bogues was a good one. I'll have to find. I'll have to see if we can find that list, but uh, I don't know if they actually got it together and mailed it to him or not. But yeah, that's definitely cool, Larry. I'd rather he play good basketball, but he's doing both. So. So know, I actually I got a message on Twitter. Um, there's a Twitter called the Bracketeers. Um, were there, and I wanted to run this by you. I probably should do this off the podcast, whatever. Um, they're doing something. Uh, they want two people from our podcast to take part in a draft of all-time basketball players for a three-on-three tournament. There will be eight drafters total, picking two teams, each making a 16-team tournament. Um, I figured it would be pretty cool for you two uh, to discuss the draft afterwards and go through your thought process and how you created your draft team. Are we doing this live? Do it live. I no, I think it's uh I think we'll do the draft live and then we're supposed to talk about it on our podcast after. Okay. Okay. Uh they're, they're called the Bracketeers. Uh, when would that be? That's a good question. Um I I just I, I didn't respond today because I I did respond All today. All-time teams. I just kind of said, "Hey, yeah, we're totally interested in this." Um um but give me a minute to talk to my cohort in crime because he's more of an NBA guy than yeah. I am. Um, I'm going to try and get Tractor Trailer late. We'll get dominated, but I love Tractor Trailer. Can you imagine if we went all calves? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think LeBron's going to be the only one that you would actually want on your team for an all-time team. Really? I mean, so wait, 16 teams, three three people. No, no, no. Well, shout out first to the the Bracketeers. Um, on Twitter, they're at Bracketeers The. Yeah, 16 teams, three men a squad, three on three. Why do you remember stuff so much better than I do? Um, I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah, it's 48 players. They, uh, two, two people from our podcast, which there's only two of us, and a draft. Um, it sounds like we'd be each drafting a team. Yes. And maybe try not to step on each other's toes, you know, if we're around the horn from each other or something like that. We are thinking something like this. Two people from your podcast take part in a draft of all-time basketball players for a three-on-three tournament. There will be eight drafters total, picking two teams each to make a 16-team tournament. Yeah. Well, I'll just re-explain it to the audience because they, they're stupid. teams, three-on-three. Unless you're picking up reserves, too. I That's 48 play. I can't imagine... I don't think Brad Doherty's probably a top NBA 50 all-time. Nah, you're probably right. Is there anyone other than LeBron that's probably in the top 50? Mark Price, maybe? No. No? Because you're going shooter. You're not getting Mark Price. Uh, no, I mean, Austin World Clark. Be Free? Do you know who World Be Free is? Yeah. 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 Could we bring him in a helicopter? Do you think we get the helicopter uh, and World Be Free? I, I don't think we – I don't know that we have any other top – Top 50 NBA players. Carl's Boozer? No. No? Okay. And he ain't a Cav either. He's a fuckstick. 
Oh, yeah, I'm looking at this. <laughs> the first one's LeBron, then Austin Carr, Bingo Smith, Z, Brad Doherty. Bingo. <sighs> yeah, man, I don't know. Oh, wow, yeah, I'm looking at this. <laughs> Sorry, Cavs, I love you guys so much. I mean, I just, I don't think it's happening. Cliff, Cliff Robinson, power I'm, forward from 1982-1984. We had Cliff Robinson? Kyrie. What about Kyrie? No. Top top 50 NBA player all time? You're right. No. You win? No. Hot Rod Williams? No. Austin? No. I, I like all these guys. No, of course we do. We love them. They're fucking the Cavs. Yeah, but, but, uh, no, you're right. I mean, everyone I've said to you. I mean, I love Mark Price. I mean... I grew up as, like, we all wanted to be Mark Price, you know, yeah. and but fifteen, he averaged 15 points, 6.7 assists, one steal. I mean, I didn't want to be Mark Price. Who'd you want to be? Hot Rod. Did you? No, I, I barely followed basketball back then. Oh, I only followed it because I had an older brother. That I wanted followed. to be Sean Kemp, but I wanted just one baby mama. Oh, I wanted, I wanted be sh- 12 kids, but just, just one mom. Oh, I'm Sean Kemp now. I want to be Sean Kemp now by the weight I've put on during COVID. <laughs> realistic realistic <laughs> dreams so cool we'll check that out um sorry for reading that fucking live on the air air live on the air um yeah so anyway calves three and oh yes uh, looking good bickerstaff's got him in shape um liking what i'm seeing out of garland and sexton uh i, I feel like sexton has i feel like his his floor is much higher that, that's all I can really say about him at this point in time is his floor is much higher than uh, what I thought it would still be at this time. I thought he'd maybe still have the potential to be great, um, and he still does, I think. But, uh, you know, his floor is something where I'm really looking at him and going, you know what, I don't think he's he's a guy you move on from. He's he's solidly locked in as a, as a franchise player. Now, is he going to be championship quality? Is he going to be... Um, that kind of caliber player, who's that's to be seen. But you know, I'm I'm just really happy that um, the worst I can see him doing is is you know making an All Star team. Has Okoro played at all? Okoro's been playing. Okay, he's been playing well. And what about Porter Jr.? I don't believe Porter's been playing. I think he's still trying to get every Raven. Sorry, guys, we have dogs in this room. Um, I don't think Porter's Porter's still trying to get everything figured out, right? Yeah, I think he's still dealing with his off 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 the court kind of stuff. Um, I don't, so I don't know if that's been preventing him from playing and things like that. Um, I don't know if he's just, they've had other problems, but they weren't, they weren't saying anything bad about him before the season. You know what I mean? So that's all I can think is it's been all the kind of off, off the court kind of stuff. Um, and I don't know that he was even playing the last few preseason games. So, um, I think it's just one of those things he's going to have to prove to the team that he can even be counted on to be there every day. Um, Unless he's dealing with injury stuff from that crash he was in, but um, nothing he did that I think was serious. And I, you know, it's not a suspension or anything like that. But at the same time, I think right now you got a young team, you got a you got a lot of moving pieces. And I think you know we talked about at the end of last year, you really got to figure out who your core is. Um, and I think at this point in time, I think the Cavs are saying, you know what, um, we're going to keep running with uh, Garland and Sexton. Um, and then we're going to give some of these other guys uh, like Dean and uh, Damian um, a chance to show us what they got. And um, Porter's going to have to carve out his minutes somewhere down the line. Who broke his hand 
Hayward broke someone's hand last night. Oh, did he? Sunday night. Yeah. He went up for... Um, went up for a rebound or went up for a shot and... Okoro was out, but uh, who was that? It was a, it was a guy I never heard of before. To be completely honest with you, broke his hand and it seems like he's out for a while. Uh, oh, Windler. Windler, yeah. Dylan Where did Windler. he come from? Do you know? Windler was a guy we drafted last year, and I believe he was out all season with an injury. Um, so I think he might. I can't remember if he was our first pick last year. Um, so Hayward came underneath, and, and not a bad, dirty player or anything. They were playing basketball. Mm-hmm. But he came out from underneath and, and and got his legs underneath him, and, and he broke his hand there. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming he's out for a while. Yeah, he was our first pick at, at 26 last year. No shit. Um, he didn't play all last season, so he is still a, a true rookie this year. Uh, I didn't even realize that had happened. Um, that would have been That wouldn't have been the last game, though. That would have been. Yeah, no, that would have been. That was Sunday. I watched it. Are you sure about that? Against Charlotte? Yeah, we just played the Sixers. Just testing you. That would have been the first. That was the first game of the season. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Man, I'm so good at remembering stuff. Yeah, because we played. We started off with the Hornets, um, then beat the Pistons in double overtime, um, and then uh, played the 76ers. Yeah, no, it was Hayward. You you were you were you were s in the d's during the Sixers game. Texting texting me like, man, we're for real. I didn't you say. Were like, Whoa, let's back up the trolley. You were like beep, too beep, too, beep, too early? Question mark. I didn't say too early because I was all excited because the Browns just fucking but, got there. <laughs> but then as soon as I was like, I think it's a little too early. You're like, nah, nah, <laughs> that. <laughs> Bro, you're so negative. I was only like 18 beers deep at that point. <laughs> I was Twitter fighting with people. I just wanted <laughs> some positive in my goddamn life. <laughs> um, no, all I'm saying is I, I just want to pump the brakes. Uh, the Hornets, probably a bad team. The Pistons, probably a bad team. 76ers um, with uh, Embiid out and the fact that they also just let go uh, Horford. Um, they're they're kind of finding their feet right now. So, um it's just a little early. Um, hopefully, we're beating on the Knicks tonight. Um, which let's see, they're up on us at halftime. So, um, you know that's to be expected. They're gonna we're gonna wax and wane, but you know it's definitely too early in the season to, wait, to wait, say we're gonna wax and what? Wax and wane. Is that a term? Yeah, like the moon, waxing moon, waning moon. It's gonna be growth. There's gonna be growth. No, I've just never heard that before. I've wax and wane. That was very intelligent. Thank you Ooh. for. Sharing that for me. I'm sure I won't remember you're to use that. But so welcome. <laughs> I've never it's, it's usually used for the moon. Waxing moon and waning moon. You know? Is the moon getting bigger or smaller? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just never heard that before. I was like... Yeah. Uh, so Drummond's almost got a double-double at uh, halftime. Nine rebounds. So... How how much are they up right now? Just curious. Uh, we're going to put that on after this. I... Th- I think they're up seven. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, do we want to listen to a voicemail real quick? I love to listen to a voicemail real quick. And you know what? We actually have to play the voicemail from last week. Well, that's the one I was playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> wax, and, wax and Wayne, bro. Wax and Wayne, dude. So I was playing this one. So we played this for last week, and then um, we did last week remote, and we're still trying some remote. So I'm going to pull the curtain back here a little bit. We had an interview with someone 
that we were really happy to have an interview with. And uh, it failed miserably on the quality side and the, the technical side. So we're trying different oh, no, stuff. I mean, no, that's not true. It's just that Twitter lost it. Skype. Skype. So we try, but but we are trying different technologies then, right? Correct. Right. So we're trying different technologies um, to try and figure this out. Because the whole point is hey, we, we have some guests lined up. Um, people that don't matter. People that do matter. Uh, I say, oh, my God, I'm such a <laughs> You know, some of them are little people that are, are lucky we're giving them our time. Fuck me, man. I'm fucking. Matt Farley is not one of them. I'm fucking. He's a, he's a superstar. I'm fucking just killing we myself. Had a, today, we had a. We had a. We had a. I shouted out. I said, talk shit about Luann's. Like, I wonder if there's a Luann who listens. Not anymore. She don't. Nope. So I didn't mean it like that. What I meant by people that matter. The manger I, babies would never <laughs> say that. <laughs> You're going to be featured as the bad guy in the next episode of Manger, Manger Babies. Baby. <laughs> the Manger Babies would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember the part where she was wearing, because she always wore that green shirt and they had the green screen. And she's like, hold your babies tight. And it was just her boob showing. <laughs> okay, so let me rewind. God damn, I'm fucking, I'm not doing well in it. We've we have some we have some interviews lined up just with some random I guess fans we could call them calls we don't have to call those interviews we can call those calls they can call in and but we had some interviews lined up we had an interview with this guy Matt Modern or Matt Farley who's from <laughs> Modern Media who one produced twenty one thousand songs in the time he's been alive which is twenty thousand nine hundred and ninety thousand more than I've ever produced right. And Twenty thousand nine hundred ninety thousand. I've probably written about and recorded about twenty songs, so maybe yeah. it's around there. Okay. I did math off the top of my head. Yeah. Twenty thousand nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Shut up! God damn, I'm killing it tonight, dude. <laughs> I don't know why you do a podcast with me. It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. You're That's my buddy. What, that is why we do it. You are my buddy too. Get him, Raven. Attack! Oh no. <laughs> So me. we had we had this guy on and we did like and I, I was kind of nervous and we were both nervous I guess I mean we I was nervous when you call him at Thursday night at 10 p.m. <laughs> always three did. days before the podcast <laughs> and I muttered don't fuck this up <laughs> I wasn't nervous after he gave us 10 minutes of his time at that point yeah so he gave us like we 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 expected 15 minutes to a half hour this guy gave us more than an hour of his time and was so gracious and could talk sports. And if you check him out on Twitter, check out Modern Manor, Modern uh, Media on Twitter because mm-hmm. he, he does it's like sports. Modern Media but with a T instead of a D. Yes. And he does all sorts of sp- sports betting. He's doing sports betting on Twitter now, mm-hmm. right now too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, he, he, he lost money on the the Lakers, but he made like a grand on the Green Bay. So I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I'm pretty sure he invented Cameo. <laughs> he didn't invent Cameo. He was doing it. Before my favorite was when he. Oh, never mind. We're gonna. He didn't that. say that though. I said that. No, he, you said that. But my favorite was like, well, you could, you know. I maybe, didn't say that. Why don't you tell me what? Why I said? Why don't you tell me what I said? Sorry, <laughs> we had so many inside jokes. Um, all right, so where were we at? I don't. This is the podcast we want for. Anyways, so we're trying different technologies to try and get people so we can have them call in and do interviews. Um, I've got like three set up, including doing Matt again. Uh, I actually reached out to Josh Potter. Bullshit. I swear to God. And didn't get much response. I didn't think so. But I'm not, you know, man, you know me. I'm the type of guy that usually quits right away at something when it fails. I don't, uh, 
Why? Well, I, I was trying oh, to talk to him. I was trying to pull out the Cleveland card. That's a reach. That's true, though. I was trying to pull out the Cleveland, Cleveland card. Cleveland local. He got kicked off the air in Cleveland. Yes. Chased off the radio waves. Yes. By a, for being too fun. Yeah, by a drunk fucking radio host that showed up and got fired for showing up wasted all the time. Yeah. At the Euclid Tavern. Shout out. Was that Chuck Booms? Yeah, shout out Chuck I Booms. Think, I think Chuck Booms. You yeah. fucking giant douche. I, that's one guy I don't give a shit about talking about. Well, I love the fact that he, like, he was game. Like... Chuck Booms didn't get Josh Potter in trouble. The station did. Like, yeah. Chuck Booms was letting him do his little skits and stuff. Yeah, but Chuck Booms also, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a fuck. I don't know anything about Chuck Booms. I've never met him. Okay, so I, I, I never met him, but there's many stories at the Euclid Tavern that Josh, or Chuck Booms has to be driven home by the bartender. You know what mm. I mean? Like, Which, I guess, whatever. I mean, Chuck Booms, you roasted. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Man, that, we have to have that as our new thing. Like, I'm just gonna start roasting people. Fucking Mike Trevisano, you're still a douche. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Who else? Tony Rizzo, pizza's wife. Pew, <laughs> Dustin Fox, still an Ohio State legend. Yeah, I, I I wasn't really trying to go at Dustin Fox other than he was talking shit about the Browns. Not as steady as he used to be. Not as steady as he used to be. <laughs> Oh, man. I wish you would have said that to him. Steve <laughs> Miocic? Steady as fuck. Fucking greatest fighter of all time. I know where he lives. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Did you, did you go punch his, punch his pool wall like he no. did in that commercial? He's got this commercial where he's got a, he put a wall against this pool and he's like, it's for hit that pool wall, you know? He's out there punching it. He's like, yeah. And like, I'm not hating on him. Get your grind, bro. But it was just funny because he's like out there uppercutting the wall. I don't remember it. We'll have um, to go, we'll have to, uh, you know. Get escorted off his property, seeing if that's his real pool. I doubt it. You ever seen Ben LeBron's house? Nah. I've been in the neighborhood plenty, but I I never went over to look at it. You all see all the cones everywhere? Uh, No. So there's like a cone in every driveway that they don't want, because people would... Come in and pull around. Yeah. That's obnoxious. He sold that place, didn't he? Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She'll let in. What's that? She let Delonte move in. I think Delonte's doing all right. Mark I Cuban so. got him. You saw Mark Cuban got. Yeah, when he picked him up, cleaned yeah. him up, and took him to rehab. That's uh, he's all right. Yeah. So what's uh what, what what was your what was your favorite gift that you got for Christmas, and what was your favorite gift that you gave for Christmas? Do I have to say yours to save face? No, not okay. at all. Um, I would hope not. Those were. Uh, I didn't go out looking for those. Those were things like I came upon, especially that one. That one was a. Uh, I was, think I actually have that comic. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, that makes it a lot cooler. I think it was yeah. like two or three bucks. There's a a veterans kind of like a, shit. What are they? It's not a commissary. Uh, one of those shops where people kind of just bring. Well, it's it's more of like an antique thing. It used to be one of those. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. People bring stuff in and they sell them for them, but they kind of keep records of whose stuff is what. But I brought like a bunch of things up to the table that weren't like listed. And I thought, you know, I'd, I'd give him this 10 Dr. Strange comic book sign and he'd be like 12 bucks. He was like, I don't know. There's no price on it. And he kind of looked at me and I was kind of like, I don't know. He's like three bucks. I was like, all right. And like, there was a few other things like that. He was just like, 
Very reasonable. So there was some kind of overpriced stuff. What was the, the name of the place? Do you remember? It's right next to Volunteers of America in Brunswick. Okay. Um, there have been like oh, oh that place. There have been like a lot of you know um, what, dude, drift I've... and kind of things in and out of that place. Yeah, it's it veteran owned. I've been meaning to check it out, but, but it's t- been closed since it reopened under this new place, basically. Yeah. Um, so it seems like it's probably and maybe he's just working there, but it's the first time I've ever seen him. So it, based on the fact he was making it, it sounds like it's it's probably owned by him and his wife. Um, and he was just a really cool down-to-earth guy. No shit, because... Um, some of their antique stuff seemed, like, wildly priced to me. But at the same time, there were a lot of, like, reasons. Like, sometimes you go into one of those shops and you see two things and you're like, all right, this this guy thinks all of his garbage is treasure. Yeah. No, there was, like, a lot of really good price stuff. No, because that's... First of all, that's dope. Thank you very much, Ken. You're welcome. Um, and I'm, I'm, at one point, I bought a um, Doctor Strange collection um, uh, comic book shop was going out of uh, business. And it was, like... A whole long box of Doctor Strange for fifty cents a piece, which a long box is like, I forget some crazy amount of count. Yeah, but I was like, dude, I'll give you like twenty five bucks. He's like, yeah, take it, because <laughs> he's closing down. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm pretty sure I've got so much Doctor Strange, which don't yeah. give. Me, I love it, dude. Um, my best gift, um, you know, I, I, it, there's there's a few things. So my girlfriend got me a comic book. Uh, signed by my favorite artist um, that he drew and got signed by him, um, Scotty Young, which was really nice. Ooh, a comic. Uh, King Black Number 1, which is a whole Marvel takeoff. Um, it's the symbiotes. So King Black is Noel, and Noel is uh, pretty much taking over all the symbiotes, and he's fucking Venom all up, dude. He pretty much killed Venom in the last, in the last comic I read. Spoiler to all you guys. Um... Noel killed Venom, Eddie Brock. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if Eddie Brock's gonna make it. Um, mm. But I've, I've been, I, I Venom is part of my King my, in Black. King in Black. I'm sorry. Yes. Stupid piece of garbage. Yeah. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> anyway, so my my there was a variant that was made by one of my favorite artists uh, named mm-hmm. Scotty Young, and I'm a huge Venom person. So I saw this and and kind of mentioned it to her and and But the other thing is, I gotta say. My mom did the most adorable thing, dude. Yeah, what's that? My mom went to, like, a random comic book shop, like, doesn't know anything about comics, and like, who do you like? <laughs> I'm like, well, I like all of them. I like Spider-Man. And my mom just grabbed, like, a handful of comics and bought them. Um, that was very sweet. Like, I was, like, I was very unexpected by that. And then got me a gift card to that comic book shop. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, my girlfriend and my mom both did a very good job. Um, both very sweet. I got a new Xbox controller. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just laying stuff on. But Hell yeah. I did, you know what's funny is I saw someone put on Twitter, like, you know you're an adult when you get a crockpot for Christmas. I'm like, I got beer, comic books, an Xbox controller, a Browns hoodie. <laughs> Am I not an adult? What's going on here? Yeah, so I got I got some some of those other things too, but I think the, the that's kind of, that hit me too when I was like, my favorite two things I probably got were a garlic press and a pour-over coffee maker. Yeah. Um... So that was dope. Got my girlfriend, uh, she loves salt. Got her travel salt and pepper shakers. Did you? Yeah. She was pretty stoked on those. And then uh, I also gave my friends, I found it at a Goodwill. I wasn't even going to get them a gift. Shout out Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Tree farm. But then I saw this thing, and it's just like, uh, it has to be a 60, 70-year-old chair. Um, based on the way the tag looks and everything, like it's still got the tag hanging off, but it's like no shit, it's gross. 
Um, but the rest of the chair isn't, and it's just front and back all around, just cat faces. And it's like that old style of like it's like realistic looking. You know what I mean? It's not like cartoony. Or yeah. Like that. So, um, his wife was pretty stoked. Uh, the owner of Our Possum Home actually. So maybe you'll see it on her. Shout place. out Our Possum Home. You know what? Yeah. Let me see if I. I think we have. Well, it's getting late. We're getting. We're running close. Yeah, to Yeah, we're we're coming up against it. Have you ever gotten a gift, and when you opened it, you were just like bummed out? Because you realize that person doesn't understand you at all. Yeah. So as a kid, um, I wanted Jurassic Park, the VHS, mm-hmm. and my godmother said they she couldn't find it, so she found something else she thought I might like, and it was a Care Bears VHS. How old are you? Under ten. Uh, when Jurassic Park about ninety. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ninety four. Ninety three. Ninety four. Yeah. So she bought me a dress. Uh, Care. Oh, you're like seven or eight. But that you're you're young enough that that's kind of explainable as. I was like in near tears. But you asked for Jurassic Park, so they pulled the quick one on me, and they had Jurassic Park in the back. You know what I mean? Oh, did they? Yeah, like and like it was so funny. My 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 godmother and my mom were like, "You were so good because." Like normal, like I'm not normal kids, but they they could I could have been like I didn't want this, you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, oh yeah. thanks, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to hide my tears because of how uh, much I love Jurassic Park. Yeah. No, we actually my brother found some old home movies and took them from the old VHS tapes to digital, and there's definitely a me freaking out on Christmas about not getting what I wanted, which was probably like a full court basketball hoop or something like yeah. that. Yeah, man, I got. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. Like, no, that I was just the one. I wanted to reach in and slap myself. That was the one I remember. That like they were like, that's so how I opened. She she told me she's like Joe, like before they gave. She was like, we couldn't get you Jurassic Park. It was sold out, so we got you something else, and we think you'll like it just as much. Another Care Bear Care Bear video, and I opened it up, and I just remember like probably tearing up, and not probably crying at the time, but mm-hmm. just like oh. Thank you. I'll, I'll watch it. And like everyone was like, uh huh. And then, um, she like made it a point to be like pull me aside. She was like, oh, I was just joking. Here's you know, and it was a good joke. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And I just remember them all being like, you're such a good sport because like <laughs> I could have lost my mind and they were like understood. But I was like, no, I I love Care Bears. I always watch them. The guy with the the mint or something on his belly or mm-hmm. yeah. and a rainbow and stuff. What about you? Uh, so I thought, uh, my girlfriend's sister gave me one and it bummed me out cause I've gotten pretty close to that. Her and, and her fiance over the last, you know, couple of years. Yep. Um, and I, <laughs> I open it and I kind of hold it in, it's a t-shirt and I kind of hold it in front of my face and like put a game face on and then I drop it and then she hasn't looked over at me yet. So then I do it again and put it back up in front of my face and I'm just like, dude, just, you love this shirt. I think I'm pep talking myself. <laughs> and as I'm about to drop it again, she goes, oh, Daryl, Daryl. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I can't even drop it to look at her. It's still in front of my face. I'm bummed out, man. And it's not because of the gift, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know how she thought this was me. Yeah. And, and then she's like, that's not your gift. And I was so fucking relieved. <laughs> what was the shirt? It had like... um. It had like an old like record player on it, and it says "sounds better on vinyl" or something like that. Yeah, it's not really you. It was like a decent, cool little shirt, actually, but it not it's not something you're gonna catch me saying. Um, 
And she was like, yeah, they sent me that on accident. And I was just so relieved. And then it was actually a cool dope shirt that she got me. What was it? Uh, was it that Venom shirt you're wearing right no, now? No, it's not. This is the one I bought for you. And they decided <laughs> you were too fat to wear. Dude, I'm, pew, dude, pew, pew. <laughs> dude, I'm way too fat to wear that motherfucker. It was, it, was, it was a little bigger, and then it shrunk. And then once it shrunk in the wash, I was like, thank God I didn't give that to Joe. Um, that would have been one of, those, one of those shirts I wore like once, like <laughs> sucking it in, like, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> Cut the cut the design off. <laughs> sew it on another shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, she got me a dope uh, pickle Rick shirt though. No. Which, like I've seen a bunch of them, and none of them really looked cool to me. I didn't want to be the guy that people yell pickle Rick at on the street. But the one she found me is actually you gotta eat your Sasquatch. It's almost like a Sasquatch sauce. Al- yeah, right. It's almost like a shell sa- uh, cell shade design. It's it's pretty cool. I, like I don't know it. what that means. It's kind of uh, you you're, you you read comic books. You know mm-hmm. what cell shading is. Oh, I thought you said shell shade. Shell shading? All right. So what's the moon do? It wades and it goes away. Wa- waxes and wanes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play the podcast. Or I'm going to play the voicemail at the end of the podcast. Hell yeah. Let's do it. We are, uh, um, I can't, the problem is. Damn, man. Did he fart? Blame that one on the dog. Oh, he's shit. terrible, dude. Woo! Dude, so this morning, I was waking up. Lou, you stink. <laughs> Dude, I was waking up and he was hacking. And Lou's a puggle, right? So he's um, always got nose and snout issues. Yeah, and since I've got, I adopted him, adopted him at like three years old, he's always been like rah, rah, making noises. So today he's going, rah, rah, and I'm like, oh, he's just making noises. And then I hear him make a noise, and I'm just like, what is that smell? <laughs> and he puked all over Renee's side of the bed. Um. All right, well, I can't really... The, here's the problem, Daryl, is I can't play this voicemail and restart the recording. I hear you. So we'll just play this at the end of the podcast. Okay. Respond it, next week? Yeah. Because okay. the, the the software is... Uh, it doesn't like when you play other... Hit, hit me with the highlight. What was the highlight of this call? Uh, it's Aaron Goldhammer. <clears throat> Goldhammer. That son of a bitch. Uh, he's... Tell- I remember. I remember now. He 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 did a lot of lot of smack smack smack. He talked a lot of mess. <laughs> Mary Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, so we'll play this one. We got another Aaron Goldhammer one. <laughs> a new Aaron Goldhammer too. He didn't even wait for the response to send a second one. I like it. Uh, Is that all we've got though? Yeah, two drunk. Man, give him that number again. All right, two one six, two six zero. Five four eight four. You know, I'm at this point where I might put it on Twitter and just say, like, we got Zoom bombed when we put our link on Twitter. I wonder if I put that phone number up there, if just people just call it and leave. Although I don't know how many times it's going to be like, you've got a free trip to Florida. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you missed Christmas and you fucked up, you want to get your special someone uh, another makeup oh, gift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Hold forget on. to hit Ground Zero Comics, the compact shop stocked floor, ceiling ceiling with comics, tabletop games, and collectible figures. Strongsville Town Center, fifteen one thirty nine Pearl Road, Strongsville, Ohio. I always want. I want to do. Hold on. I want to do this. Hold on. I've been. I've been practicing this. <laughs> is so bad. Oh, okay. Ground Zero Comics, games, and toys for the graphically enlightened. Shit, your podcast must be really bad. That was that was that the was the, gave you. that was the type he gave me. That was the read he gave me. It's Ground Zero comics, games, and toys for the graphically enlightened. 
Shit, your podcast must be really bad. All right, thanks. <laughs> Marcus. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Marcus roasted us. <laughs> he got us. Pew, I'm going to be a sponsor just to make fun of your podcast. No, you have to read this every time. <laughs> All right, later, y'all. Go Browns. Take it easy. Hey, you two drunk guys. Derek Goldhammer calling you back. You know, the bib. Best in the business. Yeah, you're trying to step into my world now. I'm the bib, and you're not, okay? I get paid to give my takes. I'm paid by ESPN Cleveland to give my takes on the air, because I have good takes. And you guys, well, you don't. You probably have to pay to be on the air. And I heard your little show is bad, your little podcast. Two drunk guys, oh, that's cute. Why do you guys have to drink so much? I mean, come on. Can't you just drink two beers and be done? You really have to get drunk. You gotta get swallowing drunk and drink three or four or more. You slobs. Both of you. That's right, Shane. I'm calling you out, buddy. You think you're a sidekick? Huh, bro, I invented being a sidekick, okay? I've been Rizzo's sidekick for 15 years. I've been doing sports talk in Cleveland since you were in diapers, kid, okay? So keep your trap shut. Now keep my name out your mouth. Aaron Goldhammer the Bib, out. I can't bang you on a Sunday. Guess I gotta do it on a Monday. Tender, tender. Sorry, baby. This ain't my way. The Bible says I can't bang you on a Sunday. I can't bang you on a Sunday. Me and Brother Ed are playing on Wednesday. Perhaps we could nail you on Good Friday. Just can't do it on a Sunday. Alright, let me try this out.
Not bad for a bunch of honkies. Yep. What a blessing. <laughs>